show around sports, sports culture, and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana, this is Reed flying solo in the studio tonight, so everything's an exclamation point. I'm sure when Snoop and Rowdy return, they'll apologize for depriving the listeners of their contribution. Well, I may be alone in the studio tonight, as promised. We have a special guest joining us via telephone. Live from the Front Range in beautiful Loveland, Colorado, the co-host of the podcast The Radio Cure, a show for lovers of all things indie music. Our pal Nate is here to give us all the information we'll need to navigate this year's World Cup. Thanks for joining me on episode 42. How about some sports? How about it? I'm uh, I'm super excited. All right, never, thanks for I've never been on a crossover pod. That's right, man. We're doing a little hybrid thing here, <laughs> but thanks again for joining us, Nate. And let's just hop right into these headlines. Number one. Sounds good. Andrew Luck throws a high school football in public. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> so is this to is this to mean that uh, his shoulder is better? Is that what is that what the well? Is I think I mean, isn't this just luck? the classic? Colts headline that we're excited about <laughs> throwing a high school football. Grasping at straws. <laughs> right. Anything. Just anything. Give us anything. <laughs> yeah, so allegedly this means that he's uh, at least close to being back in action. Um, I haven't read too much on this subject, but uh, he did throw a ball in public, so I guess that's one step in the right direction f- uh, from the Colts fans' perspective. Now, a question, was was he at some sort of fundraising event? Why was he throwing a high school football? Or is this just a... I, I don't easy, know if like this is kind of... a tennis ball or something? Right. If this is a warm, uh, you know, uh, ease into it kind of thing, that we start with a golf ball uh-huh. and go to a t- racquetball and then a tennis ball, I don't know. It, may, it could be. Maybe it was something for his book club. Um, you know, <laughs> I, have <laughs> I have no idea, but... Um, People in, in this part of the country, anyway, are super excited that uh, old Andy Luck is, is slinging the rock again, even if it's a high school one. So, we'll see. This is the, All of your hopes are on Luck's shoulder, right? I mean, there's no backup plan, or is there a backup plan? Uh, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they've kept Jacoby Brissett, I think. I don't know. I've kind of quit following the Colts, but uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, basically everything. You know, that's kind of been Indy's way uh, over the past mm-hmm. twenty years. Is everything's on the quarterback? So, uh, <laughs> with the exception of maybe two thousand five when we had uh, uh, really good defense, but yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, I'm I'm riveted by this. I'm really going to pay pay close <laughs> attention to this this storyline. <laughs> All right, number two, Warriors sweep the Cavs in the NBA Finals, and then all of a sudden LeBron's hand is broken after game one. Did you hear about this? I, I did. I did. I, I don't uh, – he, he punched the uh, whiteboard. Uh, Allegedly, the, yeah. Uh, game one kind of flop. Right, uh-huh. right. Yeah, after J.R. Smith, uh, you know, had a, <laughs> had a moment and uh, – yeah, kind of blew it for them there. They, they, that would have really changed the complexion, the dynamic of the series for sure, had they been able to get game one. But, uh, oh, yeah, I, I like how he absolutely. came out with, I, the, I, with the cast. 
yeah, just to kind of prove that there, there's something definitely wrong with this. Because if there's a cast on it, that means there's something wrong. Right. Right. Even though nobody saw him with a cast on it until after the series was over. You know, and, and what are you doing? You're the superstar. What are you doing losing your cool and punching a wall or punching a whiteboard or whatever the hell it was? I mean, what are you doing with your shooting hand, no less? I just think that he started kind of buying into this idea that he can win with this group of people, uh, with this group of players. And, uh-huh. and when J.R. Smith didn't know what the score was, and he, there's just that above shot of him just shaking his head with his hands in the air. Yeah. Uh, I, think he, I think he realizes that now, even with 51 points, I cannot win with this group of no scrubs <laughs> scrubs yeah. man yeah i mean just no way wait where where do you predict he lands next season i i've been listening to bill simmons so probably all of my takes will be um his mostly i don't want to see him go to la because i'm a i'm a this happens actually in soccer a lot we'll we'll probably talk about this a little more later but um i'm a lebron fan uh-huh. And uh, people are well, you're from like Ohio. fans of of players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the big stars of um, this year was Mo Salah. He's from Egypt. They don't have any real big, you know, top players, and so basically he is everything to Egypt. So whatever team he's on, they're rooting for. And so that's kind of my my thing with LeBron. I don't really want him to go to L.A. because I don't like L.A. Right. Um, I think it'd be really fun to see him. Uh, at the Celtics because uh-huh. I feel like that he can see the court better than any other player. And I think that Brad Stevens can cut, put players in the right position to make the plays. That, I mean, that was the big thing about the whole series is that he was making these amazing passes and, right. you know, like um, they were just hitting people's hands and going out of bounds because they weren't expecting them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I I could see Bill Simmons really wanting LeBron to go to the uh, Celtics. <laughs> that makes sense with his Boston love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think he'll 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 take him definitely. I don't think he has any ill will towards LeBron. Yeah. He's not a LeBron hater. Right, right. Right. Yeah, I think he's smart to stay in the East, even though I think he probably will go yeah. to L.A. because of the Hollywood. I think he's on the like. Kobe Bryant trajectory where he's going to try to slide into Hollywood or slide that one movie he was in I forget what it was called but he was hilarious mm-hmm. in that movie and I think he's got a future on screen I think uh, LA would be a good fit for that he's got a house there but the one thing I and, and I grew up a Boston fan so I hate the Lakers but the one thing I yeah. don't like about him going to LA is that he's cribbing in on those LA those huge L.A. personalities and those L.A. players like Kareem and Magic and James Worthy. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't want to see him cast a shadow on some of those great players uh, that were in L.A. But uh, Boston would be really interesting, especially back, reuniting with Kyrie. I think Philadelphia could be interesting, too, uh, with a young team that he could kind of take over, as he tends to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but uh, I mean, he's going to get paper one way or another. They're going to be throw- <laughs> they're going to be throwing it at him, no doubt about it. All right, number three is Dennis Rodman our best United States diplomat? 
(laughs) (laughs) This is sports culture and culture, Nate. Let me remind you. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the crossover. (laughs) This is the crossover. This is the Venn diagram. This is the middle of the Venn. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So he, he, um, was he there this time? He said something this time. Remind me of what. Yeah, he uh, was there. He was in, I just watched an interview with him earlier today and he was in Singapore during the summit or whatever they're calling it. And Mm -hmm. I mean, Dennis, in all the interviews, I was a huge Rodman fan. Um, especially when he was with the Spurs and the Bulls. I remember I did a book yeah, report on his uh, biography when I was in high school, too, Bad As I Want to Be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a huge Pearl Jam fan, too, so I, kinda, I kind of uh, caught on to Dennis when I was young through Pearl Jam, too. But he just wants to be... I mean, he just wants to make friends, man. And Kim Jong-un gave him a lot of attention, recognized him, which I yeah. think Americans and the NBA never recognized the full talent of Dennis Rodman. I mean, the dude was an absolute beast on the defensive end. I mean, led the league in rebounds for however many years, all-pro defensive player, five-time NBA champion, uh, rebound title after rebound title. I think one year he averaged almost 19 rebounds a game. So he's getting the attention from these guys. And Trump, too. He was on The Apprentice. So he's getting attention from probably the two most famous people in the world right now, and he just wants everybody to get along. But, you know, when they pose questions to him about the North Korean gulags and the public executions and people starving, I mean, he, he just said, I don't know anything about that. All I know is Kim Jong-un, you know, as a, a person and my friend and Donald as Trump a as a person and my friend. So, yeah, it's just kind of like, well, all right, Dennis, well... <laughs> It is crazy that it's Dennis like Rodman hanging out with Hitler. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy <laughs> that Dennis Rodman of all people is in the middle of this kerfuffle. <laughs> it makes complete sense. Did you see that video that uh, Trump uh, yeah. was trying to like <laughs> pump the, up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kim that Jong-un. like two and a half, three minute video, and I noticed there were solar panels yeah. in it too. <laughs> <laughs> solar panels they're like wild horses running through uh, a yeah. beach and uh, yeah. water and stuff <laughs> it was like just they Black spent dunking yeah they spent $50 on stock video footage and cut it together <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and put some you know military uh, marine corps band behind it or whatever it was and I mean it's not like Kim Jong-un you know, you could consider, I guess, North Korea a third world country, but that dude's not living a third world life. He does whatever he wants and gets whatever no, he wants. He's not. You know, so I don't. I, don't, I mean, it just shows you like how weird things are. Yeah. Singapore. Yeah. That was weird. Going around taking selfies and everything. I mean, I know that dude. I do respect his whatever you would call that his suit game. I guess that's a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know, so no need for the tie. Just go with the button down. Keep it real. Keep yeah, it real. I like it. Well, I mean, I like the I like the communist look. Yeah, I've always uh, I got a buddy that accused me of wearing a lot of communist esque shirts. Uh, <laughs> I do like the uniform kind of look to it, so I'll go with it. But hey, he didn't. Dennis isn't doing any worse, in my opinion, than anybody else. You know, and I do think that he has no political motivation. I just think he's kind of. 
he's kind of got a, a real shallow understanding of it, but he just wants everybody to get along. And I think he's genuine. He's just uninformed. I, I think uh, a lot of people in the Trump administration are both uh, mean and uninformed. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. so he's kind of he's he's uh, the the basketball version of Kanye now. I mean Kanye and oh uh, okay yeah yeah I saw Kanye, Kanye was on Family Trump Feud the other night. Yes, I love me some uh, I love me some Family Feud. Yeah, yeah, man, what a world! What a world! All right, number four. <laughs> The Golden Knights are slain by the Capitals. Did you watch any of the uh, Stanley Cup? A, a little bit, a little bit. I think it's interesting that a um, a new team can can make it only in a franchise sport. Right. Which, um, I'm beginning to learn about uh, world soccer, and it is insane how players move around the world and how talent is developed, and, uh -huh. and um, all of like the the big time. Um, what are those representatives called for sports? Delegates agents. or uh, like the, yeah, yeah, the agents. Oh, the agents. Know. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They just make. There's like so much money and stuff like that, and that can uh -huh. um, never happen in in that because you just need so much money and and there's this. But in a um, franchise sport, you you basically get to kind of pick from all of the teams, right, to make your team. I think so. I, I mean, I am not familiar with hockey at all. We have to ask our our uh, buddy Mike. Um, but I, I I agree with you. I think it's cool that uh, first year franchise in a in a town that well they're getting ready to have another sport come in, but a town that doesn't really have any sports um, and uh -huh. it's kind of a transient town. How they can just kind of come out and and dominate and you know make it all the way to the final. I think that's pretty cool. A lot of good athletes come out of uh, come out of Las Vegas. Bryce Harper comes to mind. Really? Yeah, Bryce Harper's from Vegas. Uh, there's an uh, Chris Bryant for the Cubs. He's from Vegas. Hmm. Uh, so they they at least have a baseball program out there. Um, but yeah. uh, I, I think it's cool. And and uh, you know our buddy Pete out there in Vegas. He he hopped on that train and bought in right away and they're hockey fans they went to a game or two and he said it's awesome and he said it's been cool for the town too so i dig it yeah it's a brilliant idea i mean because you'll get a lot of fans that'll come in you know oh i'm i want to see the penguins well let's go to let's go to vegas for the weekend then we can see our team exactly and we can you know gamble and stuff right i think it's a great idea and also it's like it's like oklahoma city you know they're just thirsty thirsty for some kind of professional right team to come right. there yeah yeah i always kind of giggle to myself when i watch thunder games and just like look at the crowd and it's all just like white middle class people in Oklahoma City and it's like yeah this is like what is popping in OKC on a Tuesday night there's a game yeah, and that's what's going yeah right yeah oh man yeah well hey I think it's cool and and, and it's going to be interesting to see what the Raiders do to kind of round out that whole sports uh Sports city there in Vegas, especially right. since they're forgot. Yeah, especially since there's the seasons are staggered, kind of. You know, like you have uh, mm -hmm. you have uh, hockey throughout the spring and early summer uh, weather, and then you know uh, football uh, starting off in the fall. So it's going to be interesting. It's definitely piqued my interest more in hockey. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, All right. It, they'll, they won't have any problem selling tickets because nah, the casinos nah. will buy them up and comp them to the, you know. The high rollers. called? Whales? Yeah, whales, yeah. the high rollers. And yeah, I need a couple whales yeah. in my business. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Number five, Showtime Otani flirts with Tommy John. So I don't know if you keep up on baseball, Nate. Um but uh, Shohei Otani has uh, been put on the 10-day DL. He's probably going to be out three to six weeks with a slight tear in mm-hmm. his elbow, which could be fixed by Tommy John surgery, which is this surgery now, you know, all these, you know, I mean, people are getting it done electively now in high school or college. They're just yeah. having it done. They're getting like, uh, what do you call those, Anim- or biotronic or go-go gadget arms, or I don't know what it's called, but... Uh, oh, it's it's an artificial one? I thought it was like a tendon from their leg, and that's why it's stronger. Well, they do it's put a, it in there, but they're they're having it done before they like need it, before the tendon is torn or, or really severely damaged. They're just having it done as an elective surgery, just so maybe they won't have to have it done and lose out in their major league careers. So some some guys see, are what, are having it done performance early. Performance enhancing drugs. Hey, I'm with you. It's, that's surgery. weird, man. What's that's the difference? Weird. It's like like how I just heard something on the radio the other day about how the first human with three people's chromosomes, chromosomes from three different people, or, or not chromosomes, yeah, genes, genes from three different people. And I'm thinking like, this is not going to end well. I'm not claiming that I understand no. the science, but this is you're playing with fire here, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, what if you take like five different great baseball players and jam their genes together right. and make a Showtime Otani? Right, some kind of mutant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a ninja Which turtle. sounds like he is. He plays both ways, yeah. I guess. Is that yeah, and the Angels, the Angels manager has come out and said that he may, um, he may continue to hit even if he hasn't been medically cleared to pitch. Yeah. So he's on my Roto team as a pitcher, and I haven't dropped him yet, but I don't have a whole lot of hopes that he's going to pitch again uh, this season. And he's taken up a roster spot, and I'm currently in 12th out of 12th place, so it's time to make some moves. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's a learning curve to Roto. Oh, there is, man. I got got no clue what's going on. There's so much nuance to this. (laughs) I mean, I thought I knew how baseball worked. Now I wasn't even close, man. Not even close. Baseball <laughs> is so complicated, it's ridiculous. But it's been fun. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on uh, Showtime. He's one of our favorites, and he's on Rowdy's team. So I'm sure we'll uh, continue to get updates uh, throughout the uh, now, see, season. I, um, I have a, I have a, a theory about um, Tiger Woods and his back surgery. Okay. Um, they did, they did like a fusion, right? And so he's had like three or four different back surgeries, but he's had one fusion, which basically means that they fused all of the vertebrae together oh. that were giving him trouble. Like trouble, Peyton right? Manning's neck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just lower down. Right. And um, basically, he started kind of the modern athletic swing where you get all of the power and you hit the ball so far. Uh-huh. Uh, it kind of all started with him. And the, the kind of the mechanics of the swing change to where you you really torque your body in order to get that giant head club club head speed that they they want and a lot of these big time hitters are having back trouble so i think oh. that the fusion 
is going to become the, the Tiger Woods fusion is going to become the Tommy Johns of golf. Interesting. That's a hot take. I like it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So these guys like, yeah, because you've seen be- when Tiger Woods had so much power and he was built different mm-hmm. than any other golfer. I mean, he was, he was mm-hmm. young for one thing, but he was built bigger, uh, broader than, you know, I, I think of the old, uh, who was the guy that always was smoking cigars and drinking beers? Chuck or... Uh, John Daly? John Daly. I want to say uh, Chuck Daly. Yeah, mm-hmm. John Daly. Those guys, you know, that's who I grew up watching. These guys that are out there, you know, they look like they've been on a golf course drinking beers and smoking cigars for 30 years, <laughs> yeah. which they have, you know. But yeah, maybe this yeah. will be the uh, kind of prereq surgery in order to get that power. And now you see guys like Rory McIlroy and some of these guys that are swole. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, these guys are big yeah. dudes. Big dudes. And their their back can't handle that torque because they're right. so strong and all the other muscles. Right. And so their back will start to deteriorate. Instead of losing their career like Tiger did and having to go back up, they'll just get preemptively. Once they start having back pains, they'll just be like, fuse it, done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just get, just get the surgery, go under the knife, and keep, keep making that paper, yeah. keep winning those purses. Yeah. 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 All right, well, I've snuck one more headline in here, Nate, that I didn't send you earlier in the day, but I just came across it. Were you aware? And, and having a music podcast, The Radio Cure. Okay. Now, this definitely, uh-huh. this certainly is not in the indie music genre. This is in the rap genre. But I think that you might be interested to know that Lance Stevenson of the Indiana Pacers has two rap songs out currently. His, oh, no. his new single is called Drip. And he is featured on the single with Sean Dollar. That's S-H-O-N Dollar. I've never heard of this rapper, but I did listen to Drip earlier, and it is interesting. No, I have not heard that. <laughs> Jeremy is, is much more on the hip-hop side than I am. He, he stays. He keeps me in uh, sunglasses on that one. But Drip, did you ever... Um, did you ever listen to Shaq's rap album? Oh, yeah, Shaq Diesel. Do you out. want me to shoot it? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I love that album. I still have that CD somewhere in a Case Logic book somewhere in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> I do love athletes' rap rather? albums. <laughs> Why is it that... Uh, Rappers want to be basketball players, and basketball players want to be rappers. I don't know, but they are <laughs> so, kind of a they are kind of a hand in hand uh, brother sister yeah, relationship. Yeah, they are. They are. It is interesting. Yeah, and you got. I mean, I don't know. NBA players got a lot of swag for one thing. They got a you know, and they mm-hmm. they typically have crews. I think you know they're into fashion. Uh, I think more so yeah. than other other players, probably because like football players can't aren't flexible enough to put that suit back on after the game. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're in the ice bath until midnight or whatever it is. But that is, that's a good observation. Can you, can you imagine Gronkowski in that little... Um, oh, man. Um, that <laughs> high water that suit. LeBron had on with the shorts. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah, the, the high water suit and the $43,000 uh-huh. gator bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would, I would, I would uh, pay to see that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, how come Tommy doesn't buy all the, uh, you know, buy 63 suits for the New England Patriots every week? What's the deal, Tommy? How's TB12 doing? 
you know? I know, I mean, he's got that wife. He that's should, right. She should be dressing him. That's right. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't have designers in and out of his crib all the time. So, But yeah, uh, I'm going to try to track down this. Uh, I hope there is an upcoming music video for Drip. I am not aware of Drip as slang, but I'm assuming it is. Um, but slang I'm gonna have for what? It's I not have sexual. Uh, it sounds like something sexual, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like diamonds too. You know, like I'm dripping with diamonds. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's a little too PG do for you, what what Lance is talking about. Do you drip the basketball into the basket? Maybe. Hole? Yeah, you just drip. I'm gonna drip it on you. Yeah, like a finger roll is now a drip. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it works for me. Works for me. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm gonna track this down, and we'll 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 hopefully uh, share a share a link on our social media. It's. Uh, I want to hear it. It's it's quite the track. It is. It's quite the track. I dig <laughs> it. All right. Final headline and segue into Nate's expertise and his segment where we're going to talk about uh, the what what's this first round called, Nate? The uh, group round. Of the World Cup? Yeah, the group yeah, stage. Group, group stage. All right. So we have uh, mm -hmm. Canada, who I just learned recently burnt down the White House during the War of 1812, even though it was 50 years before they became a country, is hosting. Uh, the United States <laughs> is hosting, as well as all of the people from Mexico that we need to keep out with the wall. They are also hosting. So this is a, <laughs> this is a North American host, the trifecta of World Cup in, uh, what do we got here, 2026. So that's, what, two, 2026, two yeah. World Cups from now. We're in Russia, and then Qatar, and then North America. Yep. Did I have that right? Yeah, yeah. I say Qatar. I don't, I don't like people to say Qatar. Is it Qatar or Qatar? I've always, I always thought it was, it I looks like Qatar, but I thought it was pronounced Qatar. Doha. Yeah. Isn't that I'm, the capital? Doha. Ooh. I think Doha is the capital of Qatar. Yeah. So a little geography for you. All right. Let's hit it. Go for it, Nate. Let's talk soccer. Uh, the beautiful game. Uh, uh, should I say football is probably the more, uh, the more correct terminology. But yeah, hit me with it, and I'll ask all the questions I can think of. Okay. You, uh, association football was the, was the uh, first name of it. Oh, really? Okay. ASOC was... It was abbreviated to ASOC for the um, the higher ups, and then the um, the oi beloy uh, said football, and so oh. ASOC turns into soccer. Oh, okay, great. Soccer See, I learned from. something. I didn't know the genealogy of soccer. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. here we go. ASOC, yeah. nice. So the uh, soccer and football are co-equal um, in how long they've been around. Oh, it's not just an American thing to call it soccer. Okay, all right, good deal. There you go. That's, first, that's, the first, that's the first one for you. That was a freebie. I didn't even have that one written down. <laughs> <laughs> so the World Cup um, starts in tomorrow, I guess today, um, as, as when this will air. Thursday, and, uh, yeah. Obviously, everyone knows that the United States missed out. Yeah, we're not good. Uh, unfortunately. No, we're not good at soccer. <laughs> we're not good at soccer. It's, it's always a tragic, tease. And there was a little bit of... Uh, shadiness to it but um. oh well, we can get into that because i listened to a whole uh thing on npr today about the corruptions in within soccer uh, uh, soccer sounds filthy at least fifa it at least the time. world cup thing yeah yeah, yeah. 
Well, and and uh, with the soccer, with the bid for the uh, the World Cup, it's going to be forty eight teams in two two thousand twenty six. So oh wow, actually having it. In, in our neck of the woods makes a ton of sense. They were going to have to... Morocco was the other team that, or other country that was bidding for it. Uh-huh. And FIFA was going to have to give them $16 billion for infrastructure Jeez. To, to host the World Cup. <laughs> what a TSA nightmare so, that's going to be. 48 teams from all these countries coming in? Good God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's... I mean, it, it's just going to be really bad yeah. soccer, too, on, on a lot of fronts because so many teams... Um, are going to be let in that have no business being at the World Cup. But it went from 20 to 32 at one point, so now it's going to go from 32 to 48. Um, so it makes a lot of sense. But this is also the first um, vote that they've had on the World Cup that has been open. Like, So you see who everyone votes for, oh. which is part of you know the kind of the cleanup. And, right. And uh, so Morocco would have been kind of a shady thing like who got paid off to vote for morocco right that's not going to work out yeah. it's like um it's going to be a mess like cutter's a mess right there's been, there's been like 200 people that have died in uh, immigrant workers yeah uh, that have died in like making the um stadiums and stuff like that they're trying to like air condition them yeah but also have them be open air right isn't the average temperature when the tournament will be going on like 115 degrees or something like that yeah, which is why they changed it to a winter. Oh, it's going to mess okay. everything up in in all of the other schedules um, for the other leagues. So it's just a mess, just a mess. So, and this time they went with a, a shoe in because we have all the stadiums already. Right, and yeah, and the roads and the airports and yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can get in and out, and they'll probably have a handful of games. Um, at the Azteca in Mexico City. That's cool. But yeah, then there's some really great stadiums in, um, I imagine in um, Canada. From right, uh, they play football up there. They, I mean, I'm sure there's some good sized stadiums. Right. So, but um, interestingly, even though we're not at the World Cup, we had the second highest ticket sales below Russia for the World Cup. Eighty thousand Americans are going to Russia. Really? To see the World Cup. Yeah. Wow. Even with all of what's going on, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That might be that might be because we are kind of like a melting pot and so there's a lot of Mexican fans here, uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of um other um nationalities that, you know, call America their home now but also still root for their kind of heritage. Right. That makes sense. At yeah. The World Cup, so. Yeah. So I think it's here to stay, even though we're not going to be in it. And I have a prediction. I think that this will be the highest rated World Cup in um, American history, uh, even though even though we're not in not it. going to be in it. Wow. Okay. Why do you think that? I don't think it'll matter. I think people are in on one the sport, mm-hmm. um, or I'm sorry, one the event. Uh, I think it's kind of overtaken the Olympics as the one world event. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I could see that. I think it's just more interesting um, than you know watching ice skating and archery and right that kind of stuff. Right. Easy on the ice skating, and then, but yes, I I, I see your <laughs> point. <laughs> Um, but then it's just it's easy to watch now. You can get it on 
Fox Sports One mm-hmm. and NBCSN, and these are coming with regular cable packages. The games are in the morning, so a lot of times you, it doesn't interrupt football um, in the fall, and so you can watch a full slate of soccer games um, in Europe and England and still watch a full slate of um, the American football guys bash their head in. Yeah. So it's, it's like in the nice, perfect spot. Yeah, I agree. I think that, uh, and I think honestly, football is waning. Um, it's just the product isn't as good anymore. the The rules are getting out mm-hmm. of control, and then all this uh, Kaepernick uh, respect the flag, all this mm-hmm. BS is just. I, I mean, I love playing fantasy football and going to our draft party every year and hanging out with all my old buddies yeah. from growing up. But you know, honestly, this year it's just kind of like, man. It's going to be tougher. I, I will probably watch less football this year than ever before, even though I will play fantasy. But, yeah, I think and, – and I'm I'm not so sure football is going to be around in another 20 years either. And so I think foot, or, uh, soccer would be a great replacement for it too. Even though allegedly you can get CED, CTE from heading the ball. I don't buy that, but whatever. No, I mean, it is a danger, especially for young kids. That's why um, you can't head the ball up and through U12 oh, really? in America now. Okay, okay. Yeah. So there's no heading up until then. I think that's a good thing. Actually, it'll, it'll uh, teach players to play with their feet. Right. So actually be technically better. Yeah. Um, and then uh, do that. The, the thing with um, football is that it's inherent in the sport to get concussions, whereas in soccer it's kind of an accident exactly. to get concussions. Exactly. Um, in almost any other sport. Just, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and the, the fact that you there are no commercials during the play, and there are so many commercials during yes. um, other sports that you can just knock it out. I mean, you can watch it in two hours mm-hmm. from start to finish. You know, yeah. Every, everybody yeah. complains that soccer is so long, but really it's not. I mean, look at college football, man. You can spend three and a half hours watching a college football game. Easy. And, th- yeah. and then if it goes to overtime, about... you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a slow game. Yeah, Football the... is a slow game. It's a very slow game. Yeah. Um, it, it honestly feels a lot like baseball to me where there's mm-hmm. um, like bursts of really interesting stuff followed by long breaks where the, everyone's like getting reorganized. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst to go watch NFL games to see live because you can't hear anything. You can't hear the whistles. You can't hear the pads cracking. You can't hear anything. And then I get hypnotized by the guy with the giant neon orange oven mitts (laughs) that's calling the commercials and everything, you know, like he's the TV guy. I just end up watching him the whole game. (laughs) He's doing like windmills and stuff, like telling people TV timeout. You know, it's like this is this is a terrible product. It really is. So, speaking of terrible product, that was one. Of the, there's a couple of problems with international football versus club football. Okay, uh, and one of them is that it's a little bit. Um, less of a product than uh, your your club soccer. I think that what brings it back up is all the nationalistic kind of fervor that, uh-huh. you know, um, and, and the kind of the 
uh, Cinderella stories. But one of the reasons is that these players aren't together all the time like they were with their with their club teams, and so it tends to be kind of um, more mistakes are made tactically, a little less um, interesting, uh-huh. just because there's not enough time and. You have the big stars, but also, I mean, think about it. If Liverpool needs a, a left back, then they'll just go out and buy a left back. But if Belgium needs a left back, they got to find it somewhere. And they have to be from Belgium. People. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, or Iceland. You know where they have 650,000 people? Yeah. 300,000 <laughs> people. Jeez. team uh, to ever make the World Cup. That's insane. I got to go to Iceland. Iceland is, is a third insane. the size of Indianapolis. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's it's unbelievable, but if you're missing something, then you have to fill in the gaps. And yeah. So, I mean, Be- Belgium's team is off the charts good, stacked full of stars, but there might be a guy from MLS or, or the second division in Belgium starting at um, left back because they have a huge fullback problem. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, and yeah. so, it, I mean, one place, one place that a team can exploit and then the mighty will fall. It doesn't matter how many good attackers you have. If you can't get out of your own defensive third, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that's a good point. I wouldn't have thought of that. But yeah, I mean, you're really kind of clamping down on the pool of mm. players that, that you can choose from exactly. and that can qualify. Yeah, which now, to me, I always kind of liked exactly. watching Iceland because their fans are crazy with that clapping and everything. But now they seem even yeah. even more cool because they got the smallest pool to pick from. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. And so one of the things that happens is that is that um, teams kind of have to form uh, countries kind of have to form a, an overall identity, right? And so the teams that uh, the the countries that have like a more cohesive identity of like Germans play this way, Spanish play this way. Um, tend to do a lot better at, at these tournaments because they can kind of plug in anybody from Spain and they know that they're going to essentially be a tiki-taka kind of player. So that's a thing. There are, Does that make sense? That's a thing yeah. that there are Spanish ways, German ways, British ways, what, French, whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Europe is mm-hmm. so so nationalistic like that, isn't it? It's so, it's it so, very in- nationalistic. so interesting. That's why, that must be why it's so racist. <laughs> yeah, they have a huge problem. That was one of the things I was going to bring up is that Russian hooliganism uh. is a huge problem where it's basically these gangs that are loosely affiliated with soccer teams, but it's more about like destruction and yeah. fighting than it is about rooting for your team. So that's kind of a proxy for, for being violent. Uh. It's, it's a huge problem. It used to be a huge problem in England. I was going to say, isn't that where the Chelsea smile comes in. from? Um you know the Chelsea, I think it's the Chelsea, Chelsea, smile. Chelsea smile where you yeah. put the credit card in somebody's mouth long ways and punch them in the mouth. Isn't uh-huh. that a real thing? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just... Yeah, rem- that, that, is a, that is a Chelsea smile where you, yeah, you, you, it looks like the Joker from The Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember seeing bar fights on YouTube or whatever after soccer matches or, you know, and it's just, I mean, it is, it is so violent. It looks like the LA riots or something, man, but it's just outside a bar. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That is. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Hold on. Technical difficulties. What is going on? Yeah, I'm getting this weird. 
Oh my god, it is the worst sound in my ear right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Chelsea smile. I'm gonna have to YouTube that. It's probably blocked from YouTube. It's probably one of those things where you're gonna have to sign in and prove you're over 18 to watch. Like Faces of Death. Do you remember Faces of Death? Uh huh. Yeah. I do. I cannot believe that was on <laughs> television, wasn't it? Where it was well, we always we always rented them on VHS, but I mean, that one where they lock the monkey in the cage in the middle of the table and eat its brains. It's, that's. I, I question if these. That, I that question if harsh. those things are real. I'd like to think they're not real, but I have a bad feeling that they are completely real. Yeah. I think they are. I, I, wasn't that in? Um, the Temple of Doom, too? Didn't they eat a, uh, a, a live monkey that, brain that in does, the Temple of Doom? That does kind of ring a bell. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I think they did. This is this is did. all coming together, though. I'm starting to figure out why soccer fandom is so crazy that it's, it's especially in the World Cup, like you're saying, versus uh, Premier League or... Or you know whatever that that the nationalism is uh, is a huge part of it. Yeah, it makes sense. So yeah, it's all coming together. It absolutely is, and and the best teams have the most organized kind of nationalistic way of playing. And and Iceland just basically adopted. They're saying as a country we're going to play like this, and they just taught it to all of their youth development. Um, academies. Really? And, and this is just how we're going to play. Yeah. Wow. So cool. So, Interesting. Much easier to institute on a small scale like sure. Iceland. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. 300,000 people. You can you can uh, yeah. get things plugged in a little more easily, I'm sure. So, um, like I said, it's 32 teams, and it's broken up into uh, eight different groups. And essentially what happens is there are um, five different – the world is broken up into five different conferences, essentially. Okay. Right? And so every conference gets a different amount of teams to uh, go to the thing. So it's not the best 32 in the world. It's the best eight from Europe. It's the best five from South America. It's the best three from – North America and Central America, and so on and so forth, until you get to 32. Okay. Right? Okay. So there tends to be teams that are there, but shouldn't be there. It's almost like, you know, how you get a, an automatic bid from, like, the MAC. Right. Or, like, some other... For bowls. Like, weaker, yeah. mid-major yeah. team and stuff like that. Yeah. And so... Or, or for um, the college basketball, the big dance. Yeah. Um, and so it's like... There are teams that were better than them that could be in this tournament, but we put them in the tournament because we want to give the smaller regions a chance to kind of improve. I see. So who are some of those who are some of those teams in this year's tournament that kind of <laughs> snuck in? Well, the host. Well, Russia, yeah. <laughs> um, they're uh, <laughs> 65th yeah. in the world. They get an automatic bid. If you host, you're in. And so basically yeah, you host your and you're in pot one. So basically, it's broken up into four pots, and the top eight, the top seven teams plus the host are in pot one. The next eight teams, pot two. The next 
team is pot three, and the next and then the next team is pot four. So in pot four, you get like 63rd in the world, which is the uh, Saudi Arabia, Korea is 62, Panama is 49, uh, so well oh. above 32. I see. So then you draw from you draw one ball from each pot, right? And then that's that's the that's how you establish the four teams from the group. So there should be one team that's from pot one, which is the best team, and then all the way down to pot four. I see. Uh, okay. The, the worst team. So that's how the kind of the seeding goes. Um, <laughs> but they always use this little bag and these balls. I don't know if any of the um, American sports do this for drawing. Um, well, the NBA lottery uh, draft is like the uh, daily three or daily four lottery machine with the ping pong okay, balls. Okay, so it's in a basket. It's the ping. It's like yeah. the air tank, and you open the little valve, and a ball rolls mm-hmm. out. Yeah, you got yeah. like the faux Vanna See, that, White. That seems yeah. less. That seems less tamper. That seems more tamper-proof than this this option. These are balls in a bag that somebody, a human, draws out. Oh, right? like a Scrabble bag. So, yeah, essentially. And so it's just a crown royal bag of, full of team names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there are these um, warm ball conspiracies, right? Yeah. So it's always about the warm balls, right? And so <laughs> in Group A, Group A is statistically the easiest group, and that's the group that rushes in by like a thousand points, which doesn't make any sense to the point system, but that is a huge margin. They have the worst teams pretty much from every pot joining Russia. How'd that happen? Hmm. Vladimir Putin and Trump. <laughs> yep. Warming them balls. <laughs> ball warmer. <laughs> yep. That's what happens. You get that hot ball, reach around there until you find that hot ball, pull that out. Stir in there. Get down in there deep. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking, but <laughs> this is unreal. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is world soccer for you. Oh man. <laughs> so so it's all put together into eight groups and there should be two teams that that kind of go ahead and two teams that don't. So we have um I have a little bit whatever we, we can just go through the groups if you want yeah, if let's there's do something it. interesting we can talk about it. Um I did uh, group A. So I, I printed them out too. I found that on the website, it's called like SoccerBot or something, but it's a predictor that is 800% better than Vegas bookkeepers at, to predicting the winners of things. Wow. Uh, it's like some computer thing. And so they predicted um, who would win with the, the likelihood. The, the, it's not the, I don't want to say odds because it's not the actual betting odds. It's just the odds of them winning. Of them winning, I see. Uh, Their group, their group. Yeah. Not the whole thing. So in uh, the first group is Uruguay, Russia, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia. Uruguay is the uh, clear favorite at negative um, 110, and then Russia is plus 160. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Egypt is going to take that second spot because of who I mentioned earlier, Mo Salah. Uh, he was injured in the Champions League by Ramos. Did you see the Champions League final? Uh-uh, no, I didn't. I don't know if you heard anything about it, but um, Ra- Sergio Ramos, this guy that plays for Real Madrid, is very notoriously like a dirty player. Okay. Um, Kind of a Vontez Perfect, yeah. Type uh, Bill Lambeer, yeah. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. They they, uh, they call it the dark arts. Uh, oh, over there, I like that. The dark arts, yeah, yeah. So he old he world. Down, he took out Mo Salah. 
Exactly. <laughs> old world. That's how we take care yeah. of it in the old country. <laughs> so to, let me get this straight before uh, you go on. Two teams out of each okay. group advance? Yes. Okay. Two teams out of each group advance to the round of 16. That's a knockout round. That's single elimination. And everything's... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Single elimination. Everything's set after that. So all the ones play the twos. Okay. Right? And yeah. So uh, the winner of Group A will play the second place team from Group B, and the second place team from Group A will play the first place team from Group B. I see. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So uh, the the group stage is really more of this kind of showcase of soccer and it allows these teams that are just like hashtag happy to be there to get three <laughs> guaranteed games in in the competition right right so the real tournament really doesn't start till the six uh till 16 but you do get some cinderellas um and you get some big teams that are knocked out like spain got didn't make it past the group stage last year and they're a huge team yeah so it will happen that's why we play the game. That's right. You play to win the game. So you got Uruguay <laughs> and Egypt coming out of Group A. Yes. Cavani and Suarez, they scored 53 league goals uh, this year for their teams. They scored 94 uh, in their careers for Uruguay. It's probably the best top attacking two in the whole um, tournament. Uh, Tournament, yeah, yeah. like the, the two of them uh, combined are probably the best. And then they have some some real um, age and, and experience in the back with Musilera in goal and Godin um, as the kind of like the organizing center back factor. So I think that they, and they have a favorable draw because they're in Russia. And so Russia kind of finessed it all the way through, right? And so if they make it past, if they win Group A, then they have easier a little bit of an easier path through. So um, I've got them kind of going um, at least into the semifinals with the top eight. So nice. Which is pretty far for them. Yeah. Uh, and then Egypt, I think that, I think that they'll go through. Uh, Russia is just so bad. They're just really, <laughs> I love really it. Bad. I love it. Uh, oh, Putin's going to be red they, hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be red hot. And then Saudi Arabia are just happy to be there. Right. So it seems like if Egypt can take points off of win their Russia and Saudi Arabia games, they're through. Nice. So uh, Group B, probably one of the most interesting first games, first round games, um, uh, the first games of the group stage, uh -huh. right? The kind of first round of them. Yeah. Uh, will be Spain-Portugal. Uh, FIFA likes to do the two top-ranked teams against each other in the first game. Interesting. So Spain and Portugal play, and that'll be pretty much the decider of the winner of Group B. Okay. Because Morocco and Iran are just... Iran, huh? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. We didn't make it, but Iran did. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's those nukes. <laughs> so... The, the interesting thing about Portugal and Spain is that uh, I kind of liken this to the uh, Cavaliers versus um, the, uh, the Golden State Warriors because Portugal basically have Ronaldo. Ronaldo is just like freak of nature, 
perfect specimen of a human being, right? And they just have and his statue game. His statue game, statue game is so strong. Statue game is strong. Statue game is strong. Do you think? Um, do you think LeBron's statue will have hair or not have hair? That's a good. That's a great LeBron. question. That that's a question that should be posed to Rowdy. That is a great question. Yeah, right. I don't know. It, 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 yeah, I I think whatever it is, it's not going to be anatomically correct. <laughs> no, he will. He's got a big face. Yeah. Have you ever noticed how big LeBron? He is face a is? huge human. Man, he's got a big face. He's a large man. He's a huge human. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> man, I just I can't even imagine standing in front of him because he looks big on television. Mm -hmm. He does. About it. Yeah, but yeah, but um, Ronaldo is that he's just a winner. He just finds a way, um, and so essentially they won the 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 Euro the last Euro championship. Um, so they're coming in as the Euro champs. Basically, what they did there was absorb pressure, kept it really tight in the back, and then just found a way to get Ronaldo chances. Whether that to be like to um, try to draw a foul uh, outside the box so he could take a free kick. Um, very good at hitting a still ball. Uh, or if it's just uh, whipping balls in uh, to the box. But they basically rely on Ronaldo to um, score their goals and then just try to keep as many goals out in the back. All the other 10 players are just trying to keep the ball out of the back. Yeah. So you think the winner of Spain-Portugal is going to win the group? Yeah, absolutely. Because they won't have trouble with Morocco or, or Iran. Iran. And, and Spain is just Spain is one of the they are one of the ones that have a really established style. It's called this tiki taka, and it's basically we want to keep possession of the ball as long as possible, almost sometimes to the detriment of scoring. Not often, but huh. they they will they will try to go for sure things, not kind of put in hopeful balls. And so their plan is to kind of. Essentially, if you keep the ball and you keep moving it around, this is something that kind of annoys people about soccer sometimes, is that you see people just kind of like playing the ball around yeah. and not looking like they're trying to score a goal. Yeah. Well, that's moving the defense around, wearing them out, getting, trying to get them out of position so you can play a ball through. Ah. And they're, they're the masters of it. A little it. bit of small ball here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you move the ball around to make the defense change shape. Hopefully, they will... It's like um, the shift you know, uh -huh. on, in baseball, um, in basketball, where oh, in basketball, I was say, in basketball, where like they they switch players. Oh yeah, like on the but, pick and roll. Um, yeah, yeah. If you if you do enough of that to and you get teams confused and they don't know who they're um, supposed to be on, then somebody ends up right under the basket yeah. and you can just whip it in there. Yeah. for an easy bucket. Nice kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. So the, those teams, I, I have Spain winning it uh, and Portugal coming out second. I also have Spain winning their next game too. Um, so I, I think that they have a nice blend of um, young players, Asensio and Isco, both from Real Madrid and uh, old players. Uh, this will be Iniesta's last um, go around. He scored the winning goal uh, for them in the final of... 2010 when they won it. I, I was just going to say, I thought they they won it fairly recently. I remember that. 
Yes, they did. When I was in uh, junior high, I I used to uh, frequently wear a Barcelona jersey that my sister brought me back from Spain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. All right. So we got Spain and Portugal advancing out of Group Mm -hmm. B. I I dig it. Uh, C is a little more of an open group. Uh, France. France is an interesting... France has uh, got the head butter, right? The top team. (laughs) <laughs> Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, that was uh he actually was the coach of Real Madrid this last year. Real? Oh, so he's Spain not playing Spain, anymore, so. huh? Mm-hmm. No, no, that was his la- his headbutt was his last action. What a way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Exactly. Uh, that was a racist statement uh supposedly by cuz he's um Algerian. Oh. French Algerian. Okay. So. Those Italians. Yeah, they, I hear. Yeah, th- that was that was. Slides. I remember that now as being part of the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Group C, we got France. France is France is an interesting team because they are they're kind of a dream team situation. They have so many good players. Oh, okay. But they don't know what position to put them in. Do they play players out of position? Do they have enough role players? Um, so it, it'll be really interesting. They, they're supposed to go deep into the tournament. Um, but it'll be interesting if they can kind of work everything out uh, with their star players there. Um, Denmark is um, the second favorite to get out of this group. Uh, they're aggressive, direct, high pressure. They have um, one player. He plays for Tottenham, Christian Eriksen. He is a great playmaker. If he can find people to get the ball to, because he's a socialist, uh, they'll they'll have he shares. <laughs> he's yeah, he's a passer, yeah. the playmaker, yeah. <laughs> number ten. So that's uh, that's the playmaker on the the team. Peru is an interesting. Oh, Peru. Okay. Um. Yeah, they made it. They're on some big win streak. Um, they could pose problems to these other teams and maybe take a few points off of uh, Denmark or France and, and, and might slip through um, as a result. So, you know, if like, because it's one and three, right? So you get three points for a win, one point for a draw, zero points for a loss. Three points for a win, one for so, a draw, and zero for a loss. Okay, I got to write this down. Because I'm going to watch. Sure. <laughs> so the, the, the goal of the smaller teams is to draw with the bigger teams, basically making it super hard for them right. to score um, and hopefully coming out of there with a 0-0 draw for one point and then trying to beat the teams that are closer to their strength. Okay. Right? Makes sense. Yep. So that's why sometimes you get real turgid games uh, in the World Cup is because one team is sitting back and trying to defend and not even trying to score. And the other team, uh, who is the better team, has not been together long enough to really tactically know how to break down a team. Uh So it kind of turns into a stalemate sometimes. That makes sense. That's why you got these 1-0 games and extra minutes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So the, the more exciting soccer is in club soccer, but this is a more exciting event, obviously. Yeah. Who is the fourth team in, the, in Group C? 
Australia, oh, yeah. which are Australia. pretty negligible. Really? Yeah, they just, they're, it's, you know, they're about 43 uh, on the FIFA World Cup rankings, and, you know, not much better than um, America. Not much better than mm, United a States. penal not colony. Much. They don't have a ton of people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they don't have a ton of people playing in Europe uh, like us. Do they have their own league in Australia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Okay. But it's as weak as MLS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Group D. Group D. So this is a fun group. Uh, there's no real group of death. Everyone uh, likes to put a group of death where randomly three teams that should go through to the 16 end up in one group. Uh-huh. Uh, this is kind of like death adjacent. <laughs> Maybe this is the cancer group or something. I like it. Death adjacent. Hashtag death adjacent. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- this could be a really interesting group because all of these teams can take points off of the other teams, I think. Okay. Um, uh, Argentina, Croatia, Nigeria, and Iceland. Iceland is that one of those teams that really makes it hard for the better teams to kind of do what they want to do. Uh-huh. Um, they're very organized, and they score most of their goals from set pieces, which are... Oh, really? Uh yeah, so that like when you get a foul, yeah. and you or uh, and you have a free kick, uh-huh. or if you is a corner kick, kick a set right? piece. Um, okay, corner kicks a set piece too. Yes. Okay, corner kicks a set yeah. piece too. So yeah, and you can kind of like almost run plays at that point, right? And a lot of teams do. They try to kind of uh, almost kind of set picks for each other. Sometimes uh, they'll huh. have guys that'll start at the goal and run back away from the goal. And so then the guys that are running towards the goal will kind of like run right past them and hopefully their guys that is um, uh, guard, marking them will get picked, essentially. Mm. So there's that kind of like stuff Like the going Patriots. On. And so if you're a small team, it's the best time to try to score because you can actually like kind of, you don't have to rely on your creativity. You can just kind of do some sort of play. Right. And just, yeah, just knock it in right there. Yeah. Yeah. Does Argentina still have the, uh, just lost his name, the stud? Messi? Yeah. Messi. Messi. They do. And and this is one of my kind of headlines that I didn't talk about, but I was going to talk about through the groups is that this might be Messi's last World Cup. He's 30. He'll be 34 next year or next time the World Cup comes around. That's, That's pretty old for being kind of in your prime uh-huh. or, or being he might be on the team that's depressing not, um, <laughs> yeah it's just a fast game yeah it's a fast game yeah um so the the big thing with argentina is can the other stars Iguain, he plays for juventus aguero he plays for man city they just won the premier league dabala juventus and di maria i think plays for roma now don't quote me on that. But anyway, can they pitch in? Can they give Messi a little bit of help? It's kind of the same thing with, like, LeBron. Can J.R. Smith hit a couple of three-pointers? Right. Can, can, um, luck, or, um, luck, can Love pitch in with 20 points? I mean, if, if they get 20 points from Lo- uh, Love and 15 from J.R., I mean, it's they're looking, they're sitting. Yeah, they got a shot kind of then, thing. yeah, yeah. 
yeah, they got a shot then. So that's the big thing with Ar Argentina that it's been a real roller coaster for Messi. They call him El Catalan in Argentina, which just means the foreigner. Uh, he left very early to go to Barcelona, um, and they kind of expect a um, World Cup win from him, and he gets compared to um, Maradona, uh, too, huh. kind of a thing. Um, one of the great Diego Maradona, one of the 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 great old kind of guys, you know, in the in the same vein as like a Pele or something. Yeah. And uh, so. This is his kind of last chance. Um, they have the same kind of problem. They get a lot of stars, but they have a couple of holes uh, in their defense, and it'll just depend on whether Rojo and Otamendi can keep the ball out of the back of the net. They're the two center backs um, for Argentina. Okay. And I have them winning it all. I have them, oh. alert. Oh, winning everything i like it it's kind of a heart pick yeah you know i like argentina i always like them i like their baby blues <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i want to see messi win one. yeah i think he is the best player in the world and um i i think he deserves a world cup they'll certainly get out of their group um whether or not croatia nigeria iceland i'm going for iceland pick. to get uh, through they all have <laughs> nice. Exactly. <laughs> Nigeria is maybe one of the better. They're good usually, aren't teams. they? Um, yeah, they are. They are pretty good usually. They have some really nice kits. They have um, like usually green, but also there's like some very powerful colors. The kit, the best kits, the uniforms. Sorry, the best uniforms are always out of Africa. It's got some like bling. They got that. They got that colors popping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They do. Yeah. So, see, we got all kinds might, of vocabulary. We're going to have to teach Rowdy over your segments over the next few weeks. I'm going to have to give him a crash course before next week. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of words yeah. that are different. Boots, our cleats, kits, our uniforms. Right. Pitch is a field. Pitch. Yeah, he wants to call it the soccer course. Uh, or he has been known to call it the <laughs> soccer course uh, over the uh, over the history of this pod. So, all right, how many more groups do we have? We got four more groups. Uh, we have that was D E F G H. Yeah, we'll go. You want to go quick? Yeah, let's wanna, let's wanna uh, double time. Let's here? move. Let's move through the four groups and get them all in and hear who you who you. Uh, have advancing out of the, these last four groups. Now, am I okay. am I off by thinking that the letters mean something? I mean, do the A, B, C, D, does that mean that these teams are better or this is just completely random? I, th I kind of feel like you explained this no, a little bit are, earlier, but... Yeah, these are, these are completely okay. random okay. other than... They each have a team from each pot. So oh, that's right. I forgot about the a, pots. A, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like flight. So they have a flight one team, a flight two right. team, a flight three team, a flight four team. Okay. All in one. Uh, this group is uh, where Brazil is at. They're one of the favorites. Um, they're going to be one of the best-looking teams uh, in the tournament. Kaka! I remember him. They're <laughs> <laughs> Is he still around? 
Uh, he is, but not on the team. Yeah. He still lives on the planet, if that's true. Really <laughs> yeah, okay, so he's still he's still living, but he's not on the Brazil <laughs> national team. Fair enough. Yeah. He's with us, yeah. Yeah. You remember Dave, Dave, you remember Dave Dudak? Is their big guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huge, Bra- <laughs> huge Brazil fan. Yeah, he grew up in Brazil, so it makes sense, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. So, Neymar Jr., the $200 million man, is uh, their big star, although I don't think they need him to win. They have enough other talent. Allison is one of the best goalkeepers in the world right now, and it's kind of like the NHL where you can ride a good goalkeeper. Yeah, that's what the Golden the Knights did, man. A good goalkeeper. That dude shut people yeah. down. Just get, get a hot keeper. Yep. Hot keeper. Hot keeper. Red which hot. Is, which is exactly why I have a hot take of Costa Rica coming in second in this group against Serbia and Switzerland. Switzerland have a lot of great players, a lot of great playmakers, but Costa Rica are tight, compact, and they've got Kaylor Navas, who's had a exceptional year at Real Madrid. Nice. Uh, the Real Madrid goalkeeper is from Costa Rica. I like seeing really these nice. North American teams advancing. I like it. Me too. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of a homer in that yeah. way. I'll root for Big Ten teams in the bowls. I'll root for uh, Concacaf teams in the World yeah. Cup. So, Kaylor Navas, he's my X factor for Costa Rica. He'll um, he'll be making saves that he should not make, and that'll frustrate the other teams. And they'll nick a goal here or there, yeah. and uh, I think go through as a second team in this. Nice. Group. So we got Brazil and Costa Rica. All right. Good deal. Mm-hmm. And then Group F, uh, that's Germany. Obviously, they're very organized people. <laughs> uh, Sometimes too organized. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they took that ingenuity and killing six million Jews yeah. and, and put it into uh, winning five World Cups instead, which I think is a better use of I agree. Time. I could not agree more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's much more productive. Yeah, so they are very much the favorites. They're the collective over the individual. They left a guy as a very good player, Leroy Sané, home because they didn't feel like he fit with the team kind of vibe. Uh, And they don't want any kind of dissenters in the group. Uh, Joachim Love, or Yergi Love, as they call him, this is his third uh, major tournament with them as the coach, which does not exist in... um, international uh football the the coaching carousel is on high uh for international football so that means they have consistency organization uh you'll see them very deep in this tournament nice so you have germany advancing Mm -hmm. and then mexico i have advancing too over sweden and south korea south korea are kind of a mess they have one big um threat they're a fast team, but they're kind of short for obvious reasons. So they'll have trouble with Germany. They'll have trouble with Sweden. Um, no Zlatan for Sweden this year, so they don't really have much of a attacking threat. Uh, they more have collective endeavor. Mexico is a team that I would um, um, advise supporting. They're very I dig fun. Mexico, yeah, uh, yeah. They, it's kind of an fu to the Trump administration. Right, I feel like right. um, they have they have very interesting players. There's a huge controversy off the uh, field recently. They they had a friendly in Europe and they were um, they were coming out of a bar 
like five uh, of the or eight of the starters were coming out of the, of a bar with like a like a harem of thirty women around. Whoa! Uh, a couple of them had to like fly home to <laughs> to deal with home matters uh, in terms of their uh, wives. Uh oh! So um, <laughs> I don't want to know what a Tijuana smile is. Oh, I hope you don't have a gag reflex. <laughs> yeah. I'd say on that one. Um, oh. um, but the thing that makes them really interesting is they go for it all the time. They're always on the front foot. They're always trying to score. They're fast, They're always yeah. trying to attack, no matter, yeah, no matter what happens. So all of the games are interesting. A lot of time, sometimes they get blown out 3 nothing. Sometimes it's a beautiful Spain-type soccer. See, I love like that style of play because I always said if I was a coach, I would win by 40 or lose by 60. There would be no in-between. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, Mexico is the team yes. for you. Yes. <laughs> nice. They think they can beat anyone. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. I love it. I love it. So Germany so and Mexico, Mexico Germany. out of the F. Mm-hmm. All right. Joachim, what was and his then, last name uh, from Germany? Joachim what? Liv. Liv. Oh. Love. It's low, L-O-W-E, but they, they always, it always sounds like Joachim uh, or Jurgi Love. Jurgi Love. How Reminds me of that. Well, Love makes sense because he's a German. That's a W would be a V. Right. Reminds me of that yeah. theologian. I don't know how they get Jurgi into you. That theologian, Joachim Jeremias. Remember that dude? Pauline scholar? From Germany. Anyway. <laughs> vague, vague. Moving on. <laughs> Group G. G unit. Group G. Uh, Belgium and England are the two that are going to get out of this group. Tunisia and Panama aren't going to give them any trouble. Uh, it all depends on who's going to win and who's going to um, who's going to come out on top and who's on bottom and who's on top now, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> I love it. England and Belgium. Yeah, I don't see Tunisia. I mean, I don't know anything about Tunisia other than that. Isn't that where Star Wars was filmed? Oh, you're a Trekkie. I shouldn't ask you these questions. Yeah. <laughs> My apologies. But yeah, both those teams will sit back. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. I'll take it. Um, Belgium, Belgium is kind of this dream team. They're hashtag golden generation. They always oh. have these kind of questions, but they're supposedly the goal, a golden generation, which means they just have a ton of really great players. These are the guys that I was talking about earlier that have um, fullback issues. They're going to move to a back three and try to play Yannick Carrasco, which is a winger in a full in a wing back position. It's going to go horribly wrong. It's going to be great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh. And then the Brits, our cousins, the Brits. They're coming through, huh? Uh, Brits. If you're an Anglophile, root for them. They actually have a pretty. Um, agreeable team very premier league heavy so if you watch the premier league you're going to see a lot of um familiar faces this time they actually kind of have a plan and approach which is new for them usually it's like all right lads go out there and do them now is england just england would there be a scottish team and a welsh team and a and an irish team okay yeah so i think that they would really kick some a if they played as as the united kingdom yeah the british yeah uh, yeah, but no, the a- England is way too prideful. Then they'd have to share their one World Cup win with. The uh, of course, them. yeah, so, yeah. They do have. I do appreciate their unis though, with the Red Cross, uh, 
England, I mean, for being mm -hmm. three lions, yeah, for being, patch. yeah, this patch and for being simple colors and a simple flag, their unis are pretty dope. I'm on you, I'm definitely going to be on uni watch this World Cup for sure. Kit, kit watch, oh, yeah, hashtag kit watch. There we go, yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. use that. They have something called a full kit wanker, which is kind of a funny term, oh. but it's a, a person that wears the entire uniform to the game. Oh, full kit wanker. I, there are a lot of Colts fans that are full yeah. kit wankers. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got all padded. Right. Up. Got, the, got the black on the Yeah, I got the helmet on, maybe even some extra beads <laughs> here and there. Yeah, it's out of control. Pom pom. You know, it's like, take it easy, yeah. bro. They're going to lose. They're going to they're gonna score so, seven points and lose by four. So, <laughs> just get ready. Yeah. All right. So Belgium and I just England. Think that when those people in the stands. Yeah. Yes, Belgium and England. Last group, uh, Group H. Not very interesting. Uh, Colombia and Poland will come out of there. Senegal has some really interesting um, and good players, but um, I don't know, man. Oftentimes, uh, African countries are kind of a hot mess with like their organization uh -huh. and uh like just like on like the um federation level but just logistically like getting the team right <laughs> to russia and having hotels and, yeah. and those sorts of things and jerseys and and stuff like that well and the culture it's got to be just unbelievably different yeah who was the fourth team in group h yeah colombia poland senegal japan oh japan well, that's a trip around the world. We They've got four continents in that group. Good grief. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. And you got Colombia and Poland coming through. Mm -hmm. Colombia have Lewandowski. He plays for Bayern Munich as their forward, their striker. Um, he's a very good goal uh, scorer. They have a very strong uh, central defense and they're very consistent. Colombia has James Rodriguez, James, if you're printing that. Uh, he goes by James Rodriguez. And uh, he's their kind of talismanic playmaker. Falcao is back for this um, this go around too. He was hurt in the last World Cup. Okay, so to sum it up, Nate, in the group round, how long does this last? Mm -hmm. Like, does this go over the week? How often do they play? When will we know? When will we be down to 16? So it's a four-week tournament, okay. uh, one month. The first two weeks are the group play, um, and then the round of 16 uh, will start from there, and then it kind of speeds, it speeds up from there, obviously, because so, it'll take two weeks to do the rest of the tournament. Okay, great. So next week, we'll have a better idea of, and I've written down all your predictions here, just so you know that we, we like okay. to keep each other accountable here at Sports Sports Sports. <laughs> so uh, I've written down all your predictions, and so next week when you come on to do your segment, we'll have a better idea of, of where we are. Actually, I don't have your prediction. Oh, no, it was France and Denmark in Group C, right? Yeah, yeah yes. France and Denmark. Interesting you picked... The top two, man, maybe it was the order that you read them in, but you only picked mm -hmm. uh, the bottom out of the three and four teams twice, Egypt and Iceland. Those are your upsets, so I like it. I like it. Egypt, uh, I don't have Iceland going. Oh, you don't? Who'd you have? I have Croatia. Oh, Croatia. Oh. Argentina and Croatia. Oh. I think we started talking we about We did. Iceland. I got real excited about I think Iceland. Iceland, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I think Iceland uh, have been found out. They had a, they had a big run in the Euro Championship. Oh, they've been exposed. Asia. They're the they're the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. My my big upset is Costa Rica uh, going through above uh, Switzerland and. I Serbia. love it. I think they're going to play some turgid soccer. That is zero one zero zero kind of because of Taylor Navez, their goalkeeper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. Copious notes over here at Sports Sports Sports. Yep. Copious <laughs> notes. All right. Anything else to sum up uh, opening day tomorrow? Well, today I guess if you're listening on Thursday, for the World Cup, are they playing this all over Russia? Just Eastern Russia? Do they have any like? Uh, I'm um, thinking of the risk board now. Do they have like a game in Kamchatka or anything? Oh yeah, and the Urals all over. Oh, okay, the place. that's cool. Um, they they have a, they actually have a free train that is going to try to take uh, um, fans across. But in some of the places there, it's like a tour. It's like a tour. I'm not getting on that train. Tra- I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> if it's heading towards Siberia, I'm not hopping on that train. <laughs> <laughs> right, can end up in a gulag. Yeah, no, not not with the not with Big Boss Putin in charge. No, thank you. So, yeah, yeah, they're all over the place, and that's one of the big logistical issues: is how to get fans and teams across a, a hu- country, largest country is, in the world. Yeah, larger than most. What's concept? it got? Eleven, ten, eleven time zones, something like that's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. So. The, the games will probably be played at all different times, too, so you got to be kind of keeping your head on the swivel there. But m- generally speaking, probably morning, afternoon. And what stations are we talking about here broadcast-wise here in the U.S.? This is the, this is the Fox Network. Oh, so you have Fox interesting. Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, and <laughs> Big Fox. Yeah. So if you have the Sling package, which I do. Yep, I've got I got that. Fox That's Sports exactly what I got. Too. Yep. Uh, so yeah. you will be able to see all of the Oh, games. right on. I dig it. So I dig it. I'll have some on Big Fox too. So the uh, the game that I'm really excited for for this first week, I'll just um, say it, it. Like I said before, is uh, Spain Portugal. I think that'll be a really fun game. Mexico Germany. I'm excited for because I'm I'm rooting for Team Mexico right. um, at this tournament, probably mainly. But I would pick somebody from every group. That way, you got some options. When That's you, right. When you I, I gotta games. have a favorite team. 16. For every group, and I will by next week. I will have yeah. a favorite team for by, from every group. I know, group. and then some will make it. Some That's right. Some will make it. So you have like you know about four teams to pick from when you get to sixty yeah. around sixteen. It'll be perfect. Yeah, you just pick a lot of numbers. It's like Keno. You just keep picking and you just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. All right. Any anything else, Nate? What's your sports week look like? Other than World Cup, are, are you excited. are you on to anything other than World Cup? You watch any tennis? Absolutely. Any the golf? US Open is. The U.S. Open in um, in the golf. Yeah, game. it'll be perfect. I'll I'll watch the games in the morning, uh, the soccer games in the morning, and the coverage will come on about three three or four uh, in the afternoon, and I'll just roll right through with the. Uh, Dude, the golf. you are lined kind of, up. Both these sports are games that you can just. I know, and it's stuff that you can kind of watch in the background too. Right, that's the great thing about right. soccer and golf. Is they can kind of just be yep. on. Exactly. Taking note of it. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm full up. This nice. Weekend. I dig it. How about you? Yeah, I'm. I am uh, looking forward to some soccer. I haven't watched soccer in a while, and this has given me a lot of much needed information. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune in. Uh, I'll probably watch a little, uh, little tennis. I'm getting ready for. I'm watching some college football. 
you know, milling around, listening to the rumor mills and all this, and then, uh, you know, the uh, off-season NFL moves. But, you know, honestly, I've been watching quite a bit of baseball. It's insane, but it makes my blood pressure go up. I get real that's frustrated. That's a great sport to uh, watch. In the oh, room. totally, yeah. I, I, especially if I'm working at the shop or something, I'll, like, put it on my iPad while I'm cutting mats or doing something and just, mm-hmm. you know. I, baseball is a great sport to listen to. It might be the number one radio oh, sport. Yeah. Might be the number one radio sport. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great, I mean. I was just going to say yeah. that I was on a painting crew. Oh, we yeah. Used to watch, uh, we used to listen to Cincinnati uh-huh. Reds. They have a couple of guys. I cannot remember their names, but they're just iconic, yeah. iconic yeah. ballers. Great voices. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'll probably do some. I almost that. prefer it. It's actually a more interesting game. Yeah, I I think so. Watching it, <laughs> it's the there's not there's not enough going on to just stare at it. But yeah, exactly. If you can listen to it while you're doing something else, that's awesome. All right. Well, appreciate it, Nate. That's it. We did it. Episode forty two, which we didn't say before. We did Jackie Robinson. We did sports. He's got it. Looks, listen, he listens every week, folks. You can tell. As always, I want to thank our production guru, Mikey, Jet Belly Music for the Mikes and Sage Advice, and the commissioner, Brandon Casburn, the Golden Domer. If you like the show, head on over to Facebook and give us a big thumbs up or share it on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram at sports, sports, sports Pod. Email us at sports, sports, sports Pod at gmail.com or Twitter at SportsX3Pod with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play while you're there you can subscribe new episodes will be out every thursday where we will ask how about some sports I go it off drip, drip. I got the sauce drip, drip. Delivering on my drip, drip. She know I'm a boss drip, 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 drip. I do it off drip, drip. I got a sauce drip, drip. They loving all my drip, drip. She know I'm a boss drip, yeah. See the stars in the whips. Mary's on with the rips. Football already got a lit. VBS on me drip. Neck froze, ice cold. Grade A on the road. Started with nothing, had bummy clothes. Now I'm out here dripping like a bunny nose.